morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, May 17th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Bill Bank Green. Bank, we're going to talk about the top recruits in Ohio in the 2020 class. We'll start right at the top, my man. Uh, Paris Johnson still verbally committed to Ohio State, has, but you say they're going to be sweating it till the end. I think you said Ryan Day's going to get a bunch of gray hairs for the first time. Are you sticking with that? You think this is he'll he'll be a Buckeye, but it's going to be they're going to have to sweat it out till the end, or is, do you think anything has changed? Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, the good thing is is that he's getting his visits out of the way now. Um, it's better that he takes the officials now than if he would take unofficials through the summer, and then you would still have those official visits lingering all the way to Thanksgiving and beyond. So that part is a good thing for Ohio State. Get the official visits out of the way. Um, I think I've never thought that Ohio State wasn't going to get Paris. But like you said, I think there, there's dra- there's been drama since the day Urban walked out the door. Now, if Paris – you know, would recommit to Ohio State here in the next month or, you know, by 4th of July, then does he become an active recruiter in in the class? Does he still go back to Georgia for when they play LSU, you know, in October? How do we know? You know, it's just a daily thing, and you fight it out day by day, and then, you know, know, it's, it's, it's just the way it is right now with him. You know, this is not like Trey LaRue or Jacob James, they commit, you know, they go get Buckeyes for Life tattoos and, and everything's good. But with Paris, it's, it's almost like a daily thing. You know, he could recommit to you. And then is he recommitted? Is he recruiting? Is he solid? Is he, you know, beating the drum for Ohio State? Does he not take any calls from Georgia or LSU? You know, so we don't know. My guess is that the bottom line is he's going to sign with Ohio State in December. And that's what I think is going to happen. So what happens along the way to get to that point, you know, we're not really sure. Very interesting. And he's, of course, transferring from Cincinnati St. Xavier to Cincinnati Princeton. He's obviously close friends with the next two guys. We're going to talk about Darian Henry and Jaheim Thomas. Before we get to those two guys, for those that don't know, why did Paris Johnson transfer to Princeton? Was it just to play with, with his friends or was there more to the story? No, I think there's a lot more to it. Um, as you know, Paris, you know, has been at Cincinnati St. Xavier. Um, the Catholic schools have a hard and fast rule about their guys graduating early and enrolling in college in January. Now, some schools are starting to bend a little bit on that. Um, Akron Hoban has finally given in. Now, DeMonte uh, Trainum and Caden Clark, they will be graduating early this year. St. X would not bend on that. So Paris wants to start his college career in January. And if he had stayed at St. X, he could not have done that until the following June. And that's the reason that I was told that he switched schools. And it makes sense. You know, I mean, Paris Johnson is, you know, one of the top recruits in the country. And he wants his future is NFL football. And he wants to get started on that career as soon as possible. I don't blame him a bit. So, I don't think there was anything nefarious there or any recruiting or any BS that went on. I think he wants to graduate, you know, in December and go to college in January. Then when Cincinnati St. X changes the rule, we'll uh, refer to it as the Paris Johnson exception because what do you want to bet they'll eventually change that rule? They don't want to be losing guys like Paris Johnson. Um, Darian Henry, uh, the number two player in the state of Ohio, uh, do you think he will be a Buckeye? Yeah, I think there's no doubt there. Um, 
he's enjoyed the recruiting process. I would too. I think you would too. Um, it's still early. It's still early. I mean, it's only May, and you know, you see people like, why isn't he, you know, why isn't he committed? Why isn't he a buck? It's like it's May. You know, relax. You know, the nice thing that the NCAA did is when they opened up the official visits, they opened that window to May, and you know, not September one like it used to be. I mean, this stuff is actually early. You know, they're getting these official visits out of the way now. A couple of years ago, these official visits would not be taking place until September. So that would be more drama for people to go through. So it's still really early. So I expect Darian to be a Buckeye before July 4th, and I don't think there's any chance he's going to LSU or anywhere else. And the third of, of the trio, Jaheim Thomas, uh, the number four player in the state of Ohio. Uh, what's the latest with Jaheim Thomas? Do you think he'll be a Buckeye? You know, I, I just – I'm not sure about his offer. It's caveat to that offer that you have to come to camp and tear it up, which some people have said that's what the issue is. Personally, I don't think that's what it is. I think his offer is totally committable, and I think he's going to be – uh, in the class. So, but I've not ever had that confirmed from anyone that I really trust. So the, the issue is still lingering there. Just does he have to come to camp and perform, you know? So we'll see how that goes. I mean, my expectation is that Paris and Darian and Jaheim are all three going to be in this class. It's great news for Ryan Day and the Buckeyes if that happens. That's awesome. Um, you mentioned running back DeMonte Traianum earlier. He's the number five player in the state of Ohio. For those that don't know, running back Akron Hoban, as you mentioned, he, he'll be if he wants to uh, graduate early, he'll be able to thanks to the new rule. Um, will he be a Buckeye bank? I think so. Um, I think there's some things at play here with, with some of the Ohio guys, and I think Diamante is one of them. Um, the issue with him would be does Ohio State see him as a running back? You know, they took Steel Chambers last year, who I think they feel was a linebacker, but they took him as a running back. You just can't keep doing that every year. You know, if guys are – if they're another position, then that's who you need to recruit them as because then you end up short at the position you promised these guys they can play. So I don't know. I mean, I still think he's going to be in this class. I think there's a little bit – a little bit to, to watch closely with him, though, just to see how this goes. Um, it's the same thing with Michael Drennan. You know, I, th- I think same thing there. Um, I think he's going to be in the class, but we'll see. Jatan McLean is out there lurking around. Jatan McLean's really good, too. So I, I think there is a little bit of, I don't know what word to use, but I, I think we watched those three guys just to see what happens going forward here. They've got official visits coming, and – you know, I'm going to be watching closely just to see how this goes down with those guys. And you mentioned Michael Drennan, Bank. Um, talk more about him um, and, and Jutane McLean as well. Uh, you know, how do you think that's going to shake out? Just elaborate on, on what you just said there. Well, I think there's room if you know to bring Trainum in as your number two running back in the class. Um, then I think there's room to add either Michael Drennan or Jutane McLean as the Jalen Gill type slot receiver. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, my guess is that Trainum and Drennan are the two that end up in this class, but I'm, I don't have that in 10 at all. I think these guys are worth watching. I don't think they're deadlocks to Ohio State. Wink, wink. We're taking these trips for fun. 
I don't think that's the case. And, and I think these guys are worth watching closely to see how their official visits go. Uh, my guess, and it's a guess, is that Trainum and um, Drennan are the two that end up in the class. But I'm watching it. What's going on with July 4th? You mentioned July 4th a few times. I know McLean's already said he's going to announce on July 4th. Is it just everybody's just patriotic this year? Or what's, what's going on July 4th? No, I just kind of had that as as a, as a day to watch just because the summer camps are over by then. Most of these official – the early official visits will be over, and that's kind of like a date where um, kids kind of start to turn away from recruiting and look toward the seven-on-sevens and the two-a-days that are upcoming. So the only guys that I know are committing on July, July 4th – well, the only one that would concern Ohio State would be Jaton McClain. And he's got a couple other Cincinnati buddies of his down there that will also be committing on the 4th of July. Gotcha. Okay, because you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned something about Paris Johnson in the, in the 4th. He might recommit or maybe he would, maybe yeah. he wouldn't by the 4th. Yeah. I just thought Paris, he'll have all his visits in by then, and that'll be a good time to kind of let the world know, you know, his final, final decision. Two more guys I want to ask you about. Ricky Hyatt, he's a safety from Westerville Central, ranked as the number 19 player in the state. Uh, talk about him a little bit and if uh, his offer is committable and what you think he's going to do. And also Luke Lachey, obviously Jim Lachey's son. Like you said, as soon as it's a committable offer, he'll go down there and just uh, he'll, he'll crawl to campus from Grandview Heights. Uh, he's the number 25 player in the state of Ohio, the tight end. Uh, yeah, so what's the latest with Ricky Hyatt and Luke Lachey? Ricky Hyatt is an interesting one in that he could be in that same boat that we had talked about earlier with Jaheim Thomas, and I don't know that. But there is a school of thought that Ricky Hyatt has an offer, but you better come to camp and you better tear it up, you know, before that offer would allow you to commit to Ohio State. No, I don't know that that's true. Um, you know, he may just have a straight-up offer that say, hey, we're dying to have you and we want you to commit. You know, he's got other great offers. You know, Notre Dame is probably the latest one to offer him. So I'm not sure exactly where things stand, you know, with Ricky Hyatt and Ohio State and how they view him if he's a guy that could call Ryan Day, you know, this morning and commit, or if he needs to work out in camp. So a little bit of gray area there. I like Ricky Hyatt a lot. I think he's a really good player, and, and I get why these schools are offering him. And, and I think in the end of the day, if Ohio State wants him, I think they're going to get him, and I think he can play for Ohio State. With Luke Lachey, I just think he's their guy. And I do think they want to see him in camp too. And But I think for him – he would almost have to fall flat on his face in camp. What I expect to happen is Luke Lachey to be at Ohio State camp. I think the first one is on the 5th or the 6th. I expect him to go to that. I expect him to do well. I expect Ohio State to set up an official visit soon after that. And if they do, then pee on the fire and bring in the dogs because that one's over. As soon as you see the official visit set for Luke Lachey, you know, that's the um, engagement ring on the finger, and we're shopping for the wedding ring because that official visit is the key there. When Luke Lachey schedules the official visit, the party ends at that point, and he's a Buckeye. Fantastic insights, as always, from Bill Bank Green. I appreciate it, Bank, and thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning in the show. I appreciate that as well. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear the Buckeye swag. We're going to stand in the land. Bye.